0: Instructions. This week's podcast is all about energy and enthusiasm. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Miss. When we show energy and enthusiasm for the instructions and ways of Elohim, we please Him. We will see that clearly in today's Torah readings.
0: You can email us at redpiltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpiltorah.com. Follow us on redpiltorah.podbean.com on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you.
1: And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Arkansas and Australia. Amen. In case you didn't know, Red Pill Tour can also now be heard on Reach Gospel Radio in Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, and also on the Reach Gospel Radio app. If you are in any of those areas or have the app, Please listen out for us at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday mornings. Let us know that you heard the program, and please keep us in prayer.
0: This week's Torah portion features an interesting theme. To uncover it, we want to go back to an incident documented in last week's Torah portion. Please join us in Bamidbar or Numbers, chapter 25. Reading from verse 1, it says, Israel stayed at Shittim and there the people began whoring with the women of Moab. These women invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, where the people ate and bowed down to their gods. With Israel thus joined to Baal Peor, the anger of Jehovah blazed up against Israel. Yehovah said to Moshe, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them facing the sun before Jehovah." so that the raging fury of Yehovah will turn away from Israel. Moshe said to the judges of Israel, Each of you is to put to death those in his tribe who have joined themselves to Baal Peor.
1: Verse 6 continues, saying, Just then, in the sight of Moshe and the whole community of Israel, as they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting, a man from Israel came by, bringing to his family a woman from Midian, When Pincus, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aharon, the cohen saw it, he got up from the middle of the crowd, took a spear in his hand and pursued the man from Israel right into the inner part of the tent where he thrust his spear through both of them, the man from Israel and the woman through her stomach. Thus was the plague among the people of Israel stopped. Nevertheless, 24,000 died in the plague.
0: Wow. So we want to define some terms. So we fully understand the grave nature of what Israel did. Now, if there are young children around, please be careful about what they may hear for the next two minutes or so. Verse 3 says that Israel joined themselves to Baal Peor. Now, if you've been with our podcast for a while, you know that we refer to the Creator as Elohim instead of God. We also respectfully use His name, Yehovah, instead of referring to Him as... The
1: Lord. In our podcast, episodes 16 and 17, we discussed the important meaning of Hebrew names. Our Heavenly Father gave us His name with good reason. Some people believe that His name is too holy to speak. We don't argue about that or about how to pronounce the Father's name. Instead, we look to the Messiah's return when He will teach everyone the Father's set apart name. Regarding the Moabite God named Baal Peor, The first part of his name is Baal. That means to exercise dominion over, to control, own, or be lord over. The next part of that false god's name is really bad.
0: The name is Baal Peor. Peor means to open wide. It may apply to any body cavity, not just the mouth. It describes things done based on hunger, strong desire, or lust. When we put the entire name together, we see what Baal Peor means, Lord of the Wide Opening. We have greater context for what came next in the story based on that meaning. At the moment the Israelites were dealing with the implications of their sin, an Israelite man brought a woman from Midian to where they were gathered, at the tent of meeting. He then, as it is commonly understood, Proceeded to perform sexual acts in plain sight of the people of Israel at the very tent of meeting Imagine the bold brazen nature of this man Doing what he did in the open and at the place where the Shekinah glory of Jehovah Would be seen in the midst of the people of Israel
1: The Bible said that Israel wept frozen in grief one of Aaron's grandsons Pincus was not frozen he found a spear Found the Israelite man and the Midianite woman, and ran them through with the spear. It seems he did it while they were in the very act of cavorting in front of the tent of meetings. Reading from verse 10 Jehovah said to Moshe, Pincus, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aharon the Cohen, has deflected my anger from the people of Israel by being as zealous as I am, so that I didn't destroy them in my own zeal. Therefore, say, I am giving to him my covenant of Shalom, making a covenant with him and his descendants after him that the office of Khan will be theirs forever. This is because he was zealous on behalf of his God and made atonement for the people of Israel.
0: Our working definition of zeal is great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. For this podcast, the cause or objective is the interests and instructions of Jehovah? We see how our Elohim feels about people who express zeal for his interests and his instructions. Because of his righteous zeal, Pincus's descendants were forever put into the position of priests. Let's not overlook Elohim's use of the word forever. That seems to directly contradict what many churches teach about the Levitical priesthood. Now, at the time of this recording, we don't know of any animal sacrifices being performed in the place where Jehovah placed his name. That may seem to add credibility to some church's belief that the Levitical priesthood is done away. We would politely ask, when Yehovah says forever, what does that mean? Maybe Yehovah's use of forever explains why Hasatan and evil men have tried for thousands of years to wipe out the children of Israel. Hasatan desperately wants to invalidate the forever word of Yehovah. Mm. So, how's that going so far? And whose word will you be zealous for? Hasatan and evil men's word or the forever word of Yehovah?
1: When I read this story, I see the zealous and jealous nature of Yehovah. Mm. When the Ten Commandments were given in Exodus chapter 20, verse 5, Jehovah described himself as a jealous Elohim. He has every right to expect fidelity from the people he married at Sinai. We have read multiple times when he instructed his covenant people to avoid sexual immorality and idol worship. This sin of Israel, and this particular Hebrew man, was a flagrant show of disrespect and unfaithfulness to Elohim. For believers today, we must remember that Jehovah is jealous for our love, which is shown by our obedience to his instructions. Let our zeal be for his ways, and may we seek his wisdom when we don't know what his instructions for a particular situation are or how to apply them.
0: We see a great example of zeal for Yehovah's instructions and seeking to understand later in the Torah portion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Numbers 27 tells the story of five sisters who pursued an answer regarding their inheritance. Verse 3 reads, Our father died in the desert. He wasn't part of the group who assembled themselves to rebel against Jehovah and Korah's group, but he died in his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be eliminated from his family just because he didn't have a son? Give us property to possess along with the brothers of our father. Moshe brought their cause before Yehovah.
1: In verse 6, Jehovah answered Moshe, The daughters of Zalofchad are right in what they say. You must give them property to be inherited along with that of their father's brothers. Have what their father would have inherited passed to them. Moreover, say to the people of Israel, If a man dies and does not have a son, you are to have his inheritance passed to his daughter. If he doesn't have a daughter, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father doesn't have brothers, give his inheritance to the closest relative in his family, and he will possess it. This will be the standard for judgment to be used by the people of Israel, as Jehovah ordered Moshe.
0: Miss and I have three daughters. Two of them married great men, so we welcomed two sons into the family. Mm -hmm. Having raised three daughters... I really appreciate the zealous, yet respectful, inquisitive nature of these five sisters. They wanted to preserve the name and inheritance of their father. Judging from Elohim's answer to them, he showed respect for their zeal and their cause.
1: He sure did. When he told Moshe, you must give them property, it is true that Elohim gave men a role that was distinct from women's roles, Mm -hmm. but that distinction did not give men superior property rights. We praise Jehovah for his righteous judgment, for he truly is no respecter of persons, but in every nation those who fear him and do righteous things are accepted by him. That's from Acts chapter 10 verse 34 through 35.
0: In John chapter 2, the disciples saw the zealous nature of Yeshua. Verse 13 says, "It was almost time for the festival of Pesach in Yehuda, so Yeshua went up to Jerusalem." In the temple grounds, he found those who were selling cattle, sheep, and pigeons, and others who were sitting at tables exchanging money. He made a whip from cords and drove them all out of the temple grounds, the sheep and cattle as well. He knocked over the money changers' tables, scattering their coins. And to the pigeon sellers, he said, Get these things out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? His Talmudim, or disciples, later recalled that the Tanakh says, zeal for your house will devour me. That's a quote, by the way, from Psalms chapter 69, verse 9.
1: People who oppose the ways of Jehovah seem to be growing more and more zealous in their opposition. Mm -hmm. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and quietly wish for better times while others attack the ways and people of Jehovah?
0: Or would you take the red pill and zealously contend for the interests of Jehovah? Only you can answer that question. Yehovah Eloheinu has made his interests clear in his word. He's patient with us, not willing that anyone should die, but that everyone should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. Now there's a time to silently pray in response to people opposing the ways of Elohim and his people. And there's a time to meet zeal with more zeal, standing for the instructions and interests of Elohim. Mm -hmm. May he grant us the wisdom to discern the times and the strength to respond as the occasion demands. This world system is becoming more and more aggressive towards believers in the Elohim of Israel. Let us be zealous to win as many souls to righteousness as we can seeing that the days are evil.
1: Amen, Daddy. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please go back and listen again to what we shared and talk about it with your family and friends. Let us know what you think. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour, where you can handle the
0: truth.